0: Shalom and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, free diving instructor, and also a science communicator. We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature.
1: Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. And now for our happy environmental news of the week. Okay, so this one is exciting. A redwood forest in California has been permanently re- permanently returned to its indigenous tribes. Hey, love yeah. that. Good to see. So over 500 acres of California redwood forest has been returned to indigenous tribes that it was taken from generations ago. So we're kind of kind of just gave it back. It was originally theirs, but yeah, that's besides the point. Merca, <laughs> the <laughs> land formerly known as Andersonia West, has been donated to the intertribal Sinquion wilderness council the council consists of 10 northern california tribal nations the transfer will allow the tribes who are indigenous to the land to not only reclaim it but also rename it yeah they're renaming the property oh give me just a second i might say this wrong but i looked it up so that i don't say it that wrong (laughs) uh which means fish run place which I just think is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, it lets people know that it is a sacred place. It's a place for their native people. Sinkyon council board members and tribal citizen um, Krista Ray said in a statement, it lets them know that there was a language that was here when people lived here long before they do now. That's awesome yeah where uh what's that article from uh this is from one treeplantedorg so they have a blog on there that talks about happy environmental news oh I yep. love
0: that I that's know. cool that is good news yeah
1: well. giving it back to where it originally
0: yep stolen where property should be <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> I'm so excited for today's interview. (laughs) So today is very, very special um, because we have Lizzie, the communication specialist from the company Waterlust joining us today. And Lizzie um, has a background in marine mammals, especially otters, which I just almost (laughs) cried a little when I found that out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she works for Waterlust, which is an apparel company, but we're going to go ahead and let her um, talk about the company itself. But Before we start that, Lizzie, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? What's your origin story?
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So yes, I am Lizzie McGee. I am based out of Tallahassee, Florida. So that's where I'm coming from. Um, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, so far away from all the oceans. I learned to love the ocean when I was visiting my family in South Florida, so that's what really got me really interested, and I was hooked. So I went to school for environmental science, and then I got my master's in marine biology at University of Miami, which is where I connected with all the great waterless people, Um, and I, as you were talking about, specialized in marine mammal science, so that was kind of my... Yeah, we can talk all about that later, (laughs) Um, but I have, my background is mostly in environmental education. I've worked at zoos, aquariums, I've run conservation programs for the state, and now I'm lucky enough to have a small part in waterlust as their communication specialist.
0: That's so great. What a cool background, and then, yeah, to land where you are. That's pretty incredible.
2: Um, will you please tell us a little bit about Waterlust itself? Sure, definitely. So, um, a lot of people think that we're really, really big, but it's actually, Waterlust is a small family business. And our main goal is just to bring marine science into people's lives in creative ways. And we kind of do that through the production and distribution of what we call advocate apparel. And we can talk about that in a little bit, but we, it's always also, very important about scientific communication. We do that through lots of different newsletters, social medias, and some fun
1: educational videos as well. So, I definitely thought that Waterlust was massive because your internet and marketing presence is amazing. Yeah. And like, I, well, I feel like anybody who even semi likes the ocean sees water less and is like, I need every single piece in my closet. I need the leggings, I need the shorts, I need the tops. Like it's it's become an obsession. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, there's true. only four
2: full-time employees. So no. and that is, yes, and that I, makes I'm not me one like of, you guys even more. And I, I'm not one of them. I'm a, I'm only part-time, but I'm just wow. lucky enough that they're included in me. Oh
0: four employees. Wow. Hats working. off to Waterlust. Like yeah. just the fact that your name, I mean, I have not met anybody in my journey of being a water woman that doesn't know of Waterlust mm-hmm. and like what you guys are kind of about. So that's amazing yeah. for a four, four full-time employee kind of thing can make a Woo. difference. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Okay. So let's see. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Also,
1: can we just talk for just a second about the otters? <gasps> can you just tell us about your otter journey? My otter journey? <laughs> um, well, I, for
2: my graduate degree, I worked um, at, in New Orleans at the Audubon Aquarium and I was lucky to help with work with their two uh, Southern sea otters there and it was they're pretty great Uh, so they're in their they're mischief they're like very very mischievous but they're really important as they're they're um it's good to talk about them they're keystone species out in california so it's definitely important that we talk about them a little
1: give them a little love Yes. Adorable and important. You should see Chelsea's face. She's like already in tears. Like, oh, you say the word otters and she's done.
0: (laughs) I'm just so happy to (laughs) talk about that. (laughs) Um, I would like to go back to talk about, um, the advocate apparel part of what waterless has going on. I know, um, to their credit as well, especially now knowing that this is a small company, I feel like everything we're going to talk about is just that much more impressive Yeah, because, um, Lately, especially I have noticed a big pot body positivity push from Waterlust. And I think if I'm not mistaken, all of your models are also connected to like marine science. They're mostly scientists as well. Right?
2: Yes, that is true. We did just do, um, a big, um, body positivity campaign and we did some, some scientists spotlights for our models. Um, yeah, so all of our new models there, along with different diversity and race, age, body type and gender, we wanted to make sure that our models lived the waterless mission mission. So we chose people that have a passion for science, education and conservation. And from now on, all of our products will be featured on models that contribute to our mission in their professional and per- personal lives and that could include scientists, grad students, environmental volunteers and business owners, and so if you, go, if you go to our website, you'll see a wider range of people, and the caption will spotlight their work, their body measurements, and what size garment that they like best, so it's really important to have that diversity because, like, representation is a powerful force, and, like, with thousands of people exploring waterless product on our website every day, we have that unique opportunity to promote it. And we think that promoting body positivity in outdoor apparel industry has conservation implications as well. So the more people that get outside and enjoy nature, um, regardless of their body type, the more society will protect, will prioritize its protection. So, and that's and the marine science world isn't that diverse right now. Like if you think something, just a fact, like. 87% of all ocean science doctors in the United States were awarded to white grad students, but despite white grad students only composing 61% of the general population. So it's something that we feel strongly about, and we want to make sure it's diverse and more people have access.
1: I'm so impressed. I love it. Yeah, And honestly, too, we were just having this conversation with another freediving friend Mm -hmm. of ours who um, said it's just and we just are agreeing that it's you don't really see, especially in free diving, um, even more though more so than compared to scuba, you don't see a lot of different body types modeling the clothes. If you see one type of wetsuit, it's only on one type of body. And that's one of the things that really drew me to Waterless too is because on the website, I can find somebody who looks like me. I can find mm-hmm. somebody who might be curvy or might be thin and see what size clearly works best on them and know that because I have a similar body type, it'll look good on me too. Right, right.
0: Ah, I love that. And you can feel good about the clothes. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about why clothing was the direction Waterlust went and kind of how you're sourcing the materials and um, why you pick the prints you do, what animals um, get represented and why kind of the process of that too? Sorry, sure. it was like 30 questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of questions.
2: I'll take, oh, uh, why, why clothing? So at one point we did, um, we were kind of like a media s- scientific communication kind of, we did lots of videos and that was kind of where we started. That was kind of our beginning. And, but we realized that it was just one click, one watch. It can kind of go, it can be very quick and in one ear out the other. So add something that you use every single day. You. Wear clothes every single day so we decided to do this and using attention grabbing and always biological accurate designs that represent species and ecosystems that need our help is kind of where we landed and so clothing is a canvas on which we can tell a story and communicate science and so it's we think it's important to have that's a good conversation starter people kind of say, oh, what is that you're wearing? That's a weird design, I've never seen that before. And then you're like, oh, it's abalone, it's this cool sea snail. Um, and so people can explain about the species or the ecosystem and you can help spread the scientific knowledge in your community. So you become kind of a walking, talking advocate for the topic. And so, and everything you buy actually goes back to one of our causes. So. And so we currently have 16 different causes that you can support from sea turtles to tiger sharks, to abalone, to anything you want and beyond. And we take great joy in showcasing the work of all the great scientists we have there.
0: So can you talk to us a little bit about the process of like which animals get to be represented on your apparel? Is it, obviously it's the ones that probably have a need for attention, but uh, can you, kind of walk us through what you guys do for that?
2: Sure. it's definitely a process. Um, it definitely kind of depends on the print or the animal or the cause. Um, it's kind of like you're asking kind of what came first, the chicken or the egg because it because sometimes sometimes it's the print, sometimes it's the um, organization first. Um, there's lots of different layers to come through. We do want to emphasize the importance of scientific research, but we also want to make sure that it's something that people want to wear because we wouldn't be doing an organization just justice if people weren't buying or um, the advocate apparel. So sometimes we have been approached by organizations and other times we have found a species or an image that we think could make something a really, really cool pattern. and we. And then we go and find an organization that would make a good match for that animal. So we always do deep dives into the organization to make sure that they share similar values, but we also are seeing what research or education that they're doing to make sure it's a good fit as well. So basically a lot of times our customers are the eyes and ears on the ground. So if there's a specific species or environmental issue that we should focus on, Tell us, yeah. Well, we we listen. Um, We want to make sure that it's an open and ongoing dialogue. We, so it's really and something that's really really important about the organizations that we choose. A lot of times in science, um, there's you get your funds through grants or or so you have restrictions on what we can use. And so when we use, um, send the money back to these organizations, it's unrestricted funds that we can give, Um, but so they don't have that limitation on what they can spend that money on. So for example, our um, turtle partner, they brought cameras so so they can put on the back of their Um, turtles. So, and that's something that they don't have a a specific grant for, or if you need a new motor motor for your boat, I think the possibilities are endless the way that we can support them.
0: I love that. I really do too. I like start to finish, especially, I just can't get over how small this company is and how many deliberate choices you guys are making. Like it's all very, very on purpose mm-hmm. and
1: makes uh, such a difference.
0: It makes such a difference. You guys have actually, I was going to talk about the buzzwords you guys use and kind of what they mean to the company as a whole. So I know that advocate apparel, eco-responsible clothing, um, you have a big emphasis on science communicators, which <gasps> we love. <laughs>
1: Yay! Um,
0: so I have cool. a quote from Patrick, the CEO saying education, understanding, and love are the key to a successful and sustainable future. So is that all? I mean, you've got a really good umbrella mission statement, but is there anything specific as far as those words like eco-friendly, eco-responsible clothing, and advocate apparel that have really like meant more to you? Or is there um, like a special meaning behind each of those?
2: Ooh, that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> um, I think. When you talk about like eco-responsible clothing, I think it's what we say when we um, say that is that we have you have to be so responsible in thinking about every aspect of the clothing, from design to production to distribution, and how every single step has an effect on the and the environment. And we want to be so intentional about uh, about the choices that we're making because. We don't deny that we have an impact. That's what happens when you make a product. It's just how you measure and try to mitigate that impact. Like when we think about, when we're making a new piece of clothing, we talk about the birth of the program, birth of the, so that means what makes it um, resources required to produce the raw materials. And then you think about the life of it. So how well and how long a garment serves its purpose. And so we want to make sure it lasts. Um, And then what happens at the death? So what happens after you're done using it? Um, Here we look at kind of like biodegradable and recyclability. So we want to make sure we look at all aspects of it because every single aspect can have an impact. So, yeah.
0: Wow. I just, it's so cool when we get to talk to people that are this like thoughtful and
1: Focus. Focus. It. Yeah, it's true because a lot of times, uh people in like the science world or the conservation world don't really t- stop to think about clothing. You know what right. I mean? Right, and especially
0: it's, from start to finish. Yeah, like that.
1: you might think about food. You might think about oh well, you know, the car that you drive in terms of the environmental choices, but you don't realize the amount of energy or waste that can happen if things are being done in an irresponsible way. Like mm-hmm. if you're just you know, and I am one of those people who has done this before but like you know the super fast cheap clothing from ross that might have come from child labor things like that you know what i mean but then when you When you find a company that you already love, because first of all, the designs are cute and the clothes are comfy, which is a very high reason that you want to be buying something, Mm -hmm. because if it's comfortable, you enjoy it. But then knowing that they've already done all the work for you to make sure that it's responsible. So you can look at a company like Waterlust and you don't have to do the research and find all of it if it's going to be terrible for the environment or not, because you know that that company itself is already so responsible that they've done all that work to make sure that what they're doing is done not only for the good of the animals that it's going towards, but also for the good of the planet and for the good of the people who are working for them, which is yeah. super special. It's you guys are so trustworthy. No, we like <laughs> it. Know, we if we that. didn't love you, then we do now. Yeah. right. <laughs> oh,
2: thank you. We love, we love the waterless community and our customers. And that's kind of what we love the most is kind of reaching out and having that interaction and dialogue and communicating. And like, that's, we wouldn't be here without y'all. Like, so like the love is mutual. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Friendship.
0: Friendship. (laughs) So Lizzie, I just have one last question that I have written down and then we can talk about whatever else um, comes up, but how can we and our listeners help um, and that could mean anything from spreading the, I mean, you don't need a lot of help spreading the word about yeah. water loss, <laughs> but spreading the word, spreading the cause. Um, who do we contact if we do have an idea of a animal that may need a print and some um, representation? What's uh, what's the process that we can work with you on?
2: Sure. Um, we, you can always reach out to us on our social media is just at waterlust or our website is www.waterlust.com. And we always respond to our email, which is just hello at waterlust.com. So give us a quick hello Um, and a person will be there to answer your question, but just on a personal level, um, how do you get involved is just doing something and getting out there and you're doing a great job by being science communicators here, by getting the word out about different um, all of, all things watery that we love. Um, so, like a lot a lot about is things that you can do. It depends on where you live. Like you're in Hawaii, it might be different than somebody that lo- lives in Alaska or that somebody lives in a landlocked state like I did growing up in Tennessee. I think it's just important that people need to be engaged and try to find ways that they can better the environment in the best the way that they can. That could mean cleaning up their local beaches or riverbanks. It could mean going to a local envi- government hearing to talk about plastic bags. It could be doing the actual science out on a boat, or it could just be sharing their knowledge. So it's, uh, yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, um, It's better to do something imperfectly than to do nothing perfectly. So we don't need to handful, handful of people doing everything perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. So even if you're trying, like that's, I think that's important. And so. And just share this knowledge and share the science. And that's kind of what it all comes back to. Because we all want to live in a wonderful waterly water world. That's- and wear
1: the clothes because they're so freaking cute. Right, I know. Do um, you have yeah. a favorite design? Oh uh, that's a hard question. Throwing the tough ones at you. <laughs> I think I want to go with the I I think my favorite's the classic
2: whale shark. It's our yes. most popular because that's the first one that I had. And I I wear. Cause there's been like, we've had two different designs and I still, my, that was my first one that I got. So before I even started working, I was like, Ugh, it's just, that's it's yeah. just fun.
1: <laughs> so cute. We <laughs> were just talking about what we wanted to buy after this interview. Yeah. And I think I decided on parrotfish cause I love the parrotfish leggings. They're so cute. Oh, I know
0: the parrotfish is a good one. I think I'm torn between whale shark and, um, I also want tiger
1: shark, tiger shark. I also yeah. want tiger shark pants, but I also want the abalone. I got a, I got Girl. a, a, <laughs> I got a problem. <laughs> so have y'all
2: um, bought from us recently? Because there's a new kind of, we have a new education, scientific communications. When you buy a product, have you, have you, no.
1: <gasps> when so, I got my headband, it was like a, two years ago, maybe. Yeah. So I got a card that explained what it went to, but that was it.
2: Yeah. So we do have our action cards, but we have a new um, thing that we just started right before Christmas. So as soon as somebody buys a product, they are instantly signed up for a series of emails related to that cause that they just purchased. And so depending on that cause for the next six to nine weeks, every single week, customers will get an email starting off with a simple introduction to the science or species, and then following up with partner organizations, and then finally what they can do in their own lives to help. So oh. it's a very important step. So if they have the clothes, that's great. But if they don't know the information to share, what are they going to tell everybody else? So we wanted to make sure that they have that information and have that good introductions, especially in a fun way. So-
1: I love that I so much.
2: We're going to love this now company. Now I'm going to get
1: every single pair of pants <laughs> know, so I that I know about every single animal. We're going to learn so much. The turtle pants are super cute too. I, is it a I hawksbill? Know. I can't remember. And the salmon. <laughs> one. Have you seen the salmon? Yes. It's with the red? Oh. I can't.
0: I know. So, we so will, <laughs> we're going to be experts in all the things yeah, in what, three to five in business days. <laughs> so many emails. So many emails. Oh, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to say about yourself
2: or Water? or any, anything you wanna get out there that we can help spread? Sure, um, let's see. Um. So yeah, and so even if you don't buy anything, we do have a weekly newsletter that goes out all about, um, it gives you a weekly dose of conservation news that's happening in the scientific community. So it's called the Weekly Current, and sometimes it's about new papers coming out, an exciting new land conservation project that's been approved upcoming events, resources, and a lot of it comes from our partners who we give some of our profits to so people can see exactly what they're helping support. So all you have to do is just go to our website and sign up for our newsletter and you can get some more science in your in your inbox. Yes, yeah. so That's what we need. Everybody more needs
1: more science. <laughs> I know. I've I subscribed to that like the second that it came out Same. from you guys. And I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just my son on my Sundays. I'm like, mm, let me check my waterless email. And I like that it's not just like a barrage of emails where you're, you know what I mean? Like it's short and sweet, and I learned something. It's not just like check this out. Oh, and then this. And that you know what I mean?
0: I think the another cool thing about how you guys do work is. With the focus on science communicating, it's not dry.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's not boring. Yeah, <laughs> to listen to, which is what we focus on too. Like, yeah, you can talk about the ampule of Lorenzini and a shark, but then if you're like sharks have magical freckles, then people are like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? A little more interesting. It, it, you just
2: speak my interest. Which, which freckles are you talking oh, about? <laughs> see? It
1: works. <laughs> um, so the ampullae of Lorenzini are they? Oh little, yeah, no, yeah, 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 you know, the little yeah. um, spots on their head, they're jelly-filled sacks. But if you look at a close-up photo of like a shark, they look like they have this cute little dusting of freckles all over their snoot mm. that help them navigate in the water and figure out electrical currents magical yeah, she, shark freckles
2: it's kind of so sharks have that and dolphins have mustaches
1: yes they, uh,
2: see stuff, like that.
1: stuff you would have never it's, thought of all the stuff you didn't know you didn't know yep. that we just love about it's this. so fun or the otters with their rock pockets I know. and their little their closing of the, the that was cool yeah that one from when was that last week yeah that, that blew dropped. my mind when you when you told me that i had no same, idea same they could smell underwater
2: Oh, Lizzie, it was so good to talk to you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, thank you
1: for taking the time all the way from Florida. We always appreciate all of our East Coast fam who's staying up late to chitty chat with us. Because here, you know, it's one o'clock. We had a morning in the ocean, and then oh, jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's probably cold there still, huh? Yeah. Oh,
2: it's it's seventy it's seventy seven degrees here today. Oh, oh that's nice. That's, not that's okay. nice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Lizzie.
0: Blake and Chelsea here. We are so excited to announce that we are now a positive impact partner with Waterlust.
1: Waterlust creates eco responsible sun protective apparel to help fund, research, and educate the world about environmental conservation. We've been carefully searching for companies to support, and we truly believe that Waterlust and Save the Mermaid's Visions are in complete alignment.
0: They have leggings, sunsuits, and tons of other clothing options in the coolest patterns you'll ever see, like the whale shark pattern, the parrotfish pattern, the abalone pattern. <laughs> we, ha- we seriously can't pick
1: a favorite. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but we love to rep it, especially while we're out on the water.
0: Go to our website, www.mermaidconservation.com, and click on the Waterlust clothing tab to support your favorite causes, your favorite podcast, and look sexy as fuck doing it. But please, seriously, make sure you go through our website so that we can get some street cred and some snacks. Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community.
1: This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, Mermaids!